This session of ADHD contains graphic descriptions of violence, gore, or sexual themes. Listener discretion is advised. And as always, we hope you enjoy. Welcome to Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons, aka ADHD and D, an experimental and real play tabletop podcast that uses D&D 5e to tell a story and mess around a bit. We are calling it experimental because we will be using homebrewed subclasses and roles wherever we feel like it. And we'll be trying out different stuff as we see fit. We will decide whether or not it's useful, works, or maybe it just is crap and we'll have to scrap the entire idea. My name's Orion. I am the DM. I'm going to introduce you to my players now. First off is Brett. He plays Theron, a elven rogue. No, I've already done this. I've already done the hour preamble to start playing. Next up, we have Carson, who plays a paladin named Gideon. Theron, what do you, what do you think they uh, sell there at uh, Tables, Tables, Tables? What kind of tables do you think they have there? Next up, we have Blake, who plays a warlock hexblade. Well, I saw it fall out of your pocket, Gideon. I couldn't help but pick it up. Now that you met all of my players, we can get on to the podcast. Uh, so, we left off of the main campaign with you guys. Gideon had bought horses for the group, and you were heading out of town to go to this little village. The whole premise is leaving the city to go to this village, then possibly travel somewhere else. But, due to some unforeseen circumstance, Haskell didn't show up in the morning. They sent a note to Theron via Foxfire Fisher who lets you know that Haskell was not feeling well and would not be joining you at least today on this trip but that they would follow you behind when they were able to. Foxfire Fisher? None of your fucking business. You know if you know. (laughs) He's a half-elf rogue from the rogue's guild that Theron and Haskell met in their text-based side. So I don't know. Gideon doesn't Um, know. See, that's why I don't know, because Dwight doesn't know, know, so I don't bother to read those things. If it's not important and pertaining to Dwight, (laughs) then I don't care and I don't read them. And that's perfectly fine, because yeah, you don't need to know it, because your character wouldn't know it anyway, so who cares? I've read the message about the idle animation as it zoomed out and it's spinning over Kaido and Gideon. Yes, I, I've you, read that. I just you can't read it anymore. I deleted, deleted. that. <laughs> that is fair. He gave you okay. like two or three days. I tagged, look, both, I tagged look, both you in like four days later. I was no more response, active so than was like, both of you good. in that, by the way. I appreciate both of your fervor for all of this, but my schedule is as such that I just cannot attack this oh, no. during the week. It is so difficult for me. No. And, like, the text-based thing is for people who have time and want to do it. Like, if you're not going to... If you're not text-based, you're not text-based. It's what it is. I mean, it's... Who cares? So you guys decide to just head out ahead of Hoskell, and they will catch up to you later. This uh, village is a few days' ride south of Yarraway. It's all the way on the southern shore of the city. Of the continent i should say so ryan do you have an encounter table prepared um, for us to potentially roll on he does oh an encounter table no <laughs> do you have many encounter tables for us to be 
uh-huh. essentially roll on. Yes. Okay. There are so many tables <laughs> here. What is this some kind of workshop? Um, what's a table store called? What What is a table store called? What's like an old fr- tables, like tables, tables. Store? That's what I call it. <laughs> tables and chairs. We no want to die. going to drive by um, tables, tables, tables and go wonder what they sell there. So I have the, the way this works for encounters. Anytime you guys go to do something, if it wasn't, if it wasn't specifically like we're going to go hunt down a target, that's like, you know, like the general where you obviously were going to head into combat situations. If you didn't have Gideon, um, I roll on a D 20 table and that has options for random encounters combat encounters or it leads to a second d100 table that i then roll on and that has random 100 events and i have a in the wild table and a in city tables so i have two d100 tables to roll on impressive hot dog all these tables Tables, yeah, tables, I, I tables. spent an entire day at work. There down. has um, to be a name. Is it just a haberdashery? What is it? I guess a haberdashery. Let's go with a haberdashery. No, because if it's called that, people drive by it and go, what is that? You just name it tables. You stop it. The stop haberdashery. It. Somebody who works metal, uh, is, it's a smith. They're, they're, it's a smithery. It's a I blacksmith. Mean, I need to... No, I need to know. It just says I mean, furniture. a carpenter makes tables. It just tables. came up with is furniture that, store. Is that the word you're looking for? My father would There's just call them a, a, a tablesmith. Okay, well, there you go. Tablesmith. So anyway, so what are we yes. doing? So we've left Yarraway. Hate to, you hate to hear it. I liked Yarraway. What happened? I'm sure would you, you just, did. Would you just I call it a, car, a carpenter? I guess it's just a Furniture store. They just call a, it a furniture. Car- it's a just furniture. That's all I'm so saying is furniture. It's a furniture store. Uh, oh my god! This is important, Brett. This Let's stop talking about tables. Lazy Susan. Tables are our future. Okay. No, I've already done this. I've already done the hour preamble to start playing. <laughs> so, well, well. So you guys start riding to the south. Uh, uh, you guys start riding we passed to the by south. tables, tables, tables on our way out of town. Wonder what they sell there. What do they wonder what they call the art of work? You think they have all kinds of tables, like dining room tables and I'm sure. There's only one way to know and we never will because we're passing it. I need you all to roll perspective. Roll perspective. Perception. If I roll high enough on perspective, roll. Perceptive. God, I can't say it now. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Give me that nap one, Um, (laughs) which is a six total. All right, Gideon, what do you get on perception? Let me show you. Let me show y'all how to do this real quick. Hold on. That's that's a hot nine from Gideon for perception. Aaron's depressed because he doesn't want to be with this group and Haskell's not here, so he has no reason to be here, so he's not paying attention to anything. Well, well, Theron's going to grow up today and become a man. Theron, what do you you think they uh, sell there at uh, Tables, Tables, Tables? What kind of tables do you think they have there? I'm not talking about tables. What do you got, like a thing against tables or... 
Oh man, six nine three or six nine twelve. Okay. Anyways, you guys don't notice anything. So we see um, nothing. You see nothing. You you travel for a day or Gideon so. Gideon has discovered that Brax's note is no longer in his possession and would like to speak with Theron about it while we're on the road. Okay. Do you do this within hearing? Theron, um, the note that you slipped to me. Um, did you hear Orion's question? I, Sorry. Do I do it in earshot? I thought he was making a statement. I didn't realize it was a question. Um... It was a good question. Yeah, I mean, I I would. Gideon is trying to make this a two person conversation. Okay. Theron. Um, yes, love. Brex's note that you uh, mm-hmm. you slipped me. It's uh, it's gone You're missing welcome. from my possessions. Oh gosh, you've lost it. Do you think Brax took it with him when he left? Did Did you steal it back? Did I steal? Did <laughs> Did I steal it back? Why? What? Can, can you steal what? it back if you gave it to me initially? Could, uh, could I? Yes. But why? But is why, it stealing? Why? Okay. You're, you're getting caught up in semantics, and th- those aren't important. Why? Philosophical questions are always important. That's what makes us human. But why would I steal it back? I took it. I read it. I know what it said. I gave okay, it to you. So, so you no don't have it. You could have this. just said that you didn't have it. Okay. It's just a okay. weird thing to ask. Why would I steal it back? Why indeed? I thought you didn't want to talk about philosophical. Are y'all talking about this note? What? Are y'all talking about this note? <laughs> I mean, like, like Dwight's <laughs> just showing us the note, right? Dwight walks up, yeah. <laughs> yes, Dwight yeah. walks up holding the note. Yes. Well, we're yes. riding horses right now, right? <laughs> Yes, Dwight. He trots close enough to hold to proper. Yeah, yeah, I'm That's holding it up. I was actually Gideon, right behind him, and I held. I'm holding it up in the air. Gideon rubs his forehead <laughs> and ends with like pinching the bridge of his nose. Yes, Dwight. That note. Well, I saw it fall out of your pocket, Gideon. I couldn't help but pick it up. <laughs> oh, oh, it fell out of my pocket. Did I want to roll insight? I roll insight. Can I also roll insight? Make a deception roll, Dwight. Uh, Yes, you both can roll insight. Dwight can roll uh, deception. Oh, shit. I got a 20. I got an 8. Where did you roll, yeah, Dwight? To me, it says your last roll was at 12. No, yeah, you haven't rolled on the app. I'm still in the group. It says 12. Yeah, I know, but mine says 20 <laughs> on my face right now. Right here. <laughs> A mine, hey, mine says mine says thirty. I see what you're talking about with our last roll there, but let me push play. Is that I don't know. It's yellow. Whatever reason. Oh, whatever happened, you we've all seen the note. We may as well speak openly about it. Theron, what are your concerns about Brax? <sighs> I don't trust him. I don't know. I don't know what his motives are, but. I'm worried that he has a very, very powerful axe over my head. Well, it's clear from the note that he's part of a greater organization. Mm. Indeed. So, What I mean is that if we know who's important to him, we could potentially threaten him using that knowledge, right? The guy signed it, Cal. And, uh, yeah, you're right, Gideon. I'm all for it. We understand, at the very least, the 
plots of the group that Bandar was associated with. They have plans to assault the Commonwealth from the Dwarven territories. I'm just trying to figure out whether or not the group that Brax is affiliated with would have anything to do with them, or if perhaps they're running counter to them, or whether there's any affiliation whatsoever. Well, he tells him to be cautious of the wolf, so... I mean, if the wolf is on one side, I'm sure whatever the opposite side is would be Brax. What? Be careful on your journey. The wolf moves slowly. But, oh, never mind. The wolf was capitalized in the letter, and it made me think it was a person. But now I see all the other plus word uh, comparisons. Uh, I think we should get back to why you have that note. You rummaging through our things, Dwight? What do you mean? I already said what I found. It fell out of Gideon's pocket while we were going. Yes, yeah. Oh, yes. I heard. I heard of the rack that came out of your mouth. But if a note falls from someone's pocket, you don't pick it up, read it, and keep it's it with you. I'm the goody too. He's there and caring about where someone come upon something. If you saw a note fall from his pocket, you would pick it up and give it back to him, not read it and put it in your pocket. Oh, you pick it up and give it back to him. Oh, would you do that if someone drops some money out of their wallet? No, but then I wouldn't say, oh, they dropped money out of their wallet, so I kept it. Gideon if I'm going to pick someone's pocket, I'm, I have the balls to say that I picked their pocket. Gideon trots his horse in between Theron and Dwight's horses and proffers a hand to both sides, trying to just kind of silence them and stop the argument. It doesn't matter how Dwight came upon it. All that matters is that we all have the same information. Theron, you believe that Brax... Holds some sort of threat to you. Well, that's important to me. I would like to learn more about what he's doing and alleviate your concerns as they regard him. Dwight, like Gideon just cocks an eyebrow as he looks at him and says, whether that note fell out of my pocket or whatever happened, do not go through our things. Gideon, I would never steal from you. (laughs) I'm going to roll inside again. I'm not lying. You are. You've already stolen from him. You are lying. It's it's a four. It's a fourteen. Well, should I roll a deception? I guess in that case. Yes. <laughs> I really don't plan. So on it. we want to move this forward now. Twenty six, <laughs> natural twenty. Goodness. Did that one show up? Yes, I saw it. Yeah. Okay. You had your discussion. It's, let's just say it's the end of the second day and you guys are setting up camp. Uh, most of this route has been Savannah style, like scenic, very flat, kind of flowing hills a little bit, tall grass. There's been farms here and there, but there hasn't been a lot of like villages or anything like that. There's not really inns along so Indiana. It's just. Yeah, basically central USA. Which took the, the goldfish part. out of my parents' cabinet, and then I realized it's definitely just in there as a snack for my nephew, and I couldn't take that. And those kids don't deserve that. Take it. Yeah. Kid, yeah take take it. it. I, I got my dad's salt and vinegar chips instead. I'm fine. Ugh, salt and vinegar, gross. Anyways. So you guys have been traveling through this, like, savanna, grass field type area, farms here and there windmills once in a while but nowhere really to stay you're kind of camping out on the side of the road and then you set up camp for the second night 
Um, are you guys setting up guards or anything when you uh, that can? depends on them? Theron is not volunteering to uh, take a shift on watch. Yeah, I think Gideon's probably taking first shift um, and is just going to trust whatever agreement we come to as a group. Well, got everything set up. He like laid down and fell asleep. Actually, I guess Theron only needs four hours, so he would take he would take a shift since we're too far away from a town for him to go anywhere. He would take yeah. a shift, but he's not really taking it serious. Yeah. He, he wouldn't call it taking a shift. I'm He'd just be like, well, I'm done with my yeah. meditating Gideon. I guess you can go to sleep. He has a dragon chess board set up and he's playing against himself. Uh, I mean, Gideon would probably want well, his turn you. to quote watch. Well, he better okay. be careful because I'm proficient in it, but he can play with me if he wants. I'm pretty sure the boat right here, Gideon asked if anybody was with him. I'm, I'm also proficient in it. You're proficient in a tool set or in a game set? Yeah, because I'm a soldier, big dog. Okay, yeah. So yep. that, that was what I picked was dragon chess. <laughs> Great. You two picked dragon chess as your proficient game. That is dragon chess. Um, I like that there you is just... no T. It's not dragon chess. Chest. Um, it's a chest full of dragons. Uh, that's what I'm picturing. I, 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 don't know I what do you're have picturing. a I do have a reason. That Theron has his proficient dragon, dragon figurine collection inside of a chest, and he's just basically yeah. These All things right. are worth uh, so much money. No, but while he's the only one awake, he's playing against himself. Okay, well, let's just say you're the only one awake. I need you to make oh, a geez. perception roll. There you go, loner. Be a cool kid. Says the guy who slept all night. I didn't sleep all night. I only <laughs> slept an hour. That's another natural one. Both my perception checks have been a natural one so far. So that's a six. Look at him now. This. Look at the dice roll. Oh, God. Suddenly, there it is. That's in character. As you are playing dragon chess with yourself, a wolf springs out of nowhere. This is what happens you. when you play with yourself. Everyone take it note. Is. Do not play with Everyone yourself. Everyone take it's note. Wolves um, will come and bite your fucking face off if you play with yourself. Yeah, you won't be able to come because the wolves came first. And you got hair um, all over your hands. <laughs> Theron does a 15 uh, God, I'm sure. Yeah, that's my AC. Oh man, just barely. Okay. Dun, dun, God. Dun, 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 dun. You take four points of damage. Well, that's not good. All right. So one wolf lunged at you, and you see a few more wolves around the camp as you are tackled by this wolf. What do you might want to sound the alarm there, big dog? Um. Yeah, he's gonna start yelling, "Help! Help! Help!" <clears throat> My hair. Um. And then I'm going to hide. Can I do that? Uh, not yet, I would say. Because right now the wolf just bit you and is basically on top of you. Oh god, it's you. on top of me? Uh, and not literally on top of you. I didn't say he knocked you prone or anything, but that was his surprise attack because you didn't notice him. So then we're going to go into initiative after oh, that. Oh god, so. okay. But is it my <laughs> turn? Or is the wolf's turn? No, it is not. Oh god. Yeah, <laughs> well he's yelling turn. for help. 
Okay, so you're yelling for help. We're going to say that Dwight and Gideon do wake up to this. But another wolf comes out of the darkness and goes for Dwight and gets an 18. And then Dwight takes four damage as well, because my dice roller just wants to roll t- low. Um, and then, Dwight, it is your turn. So you have a wolf who just bit you. Baron, what the fuck? You're a hell of- All right, Dwight branches his sword and says, you're a hell of an alarm clock. Are you attacking the, the wolf Plus, that's biting you? Are there any other wolves near it? Uh, there's just the one on you and the one on Theron. Not is it within five feet? Not it's within not. five feet. Didn't they just bite him? The one is within five feet. Not any others gotcha. are within five feet. Dwight just one. is going to bonus action uh, cast Hex on it. So I will do so these Hex until it ends. I deal an extra 1d6 of necrotic damage whenever I hit it. Also choose one ability whenever you cast this spell. The target has disadvantage. Let me see here. And for my action, I'm going to use attack him with Booming Blade. So I roll just a regular weapon attack, and then after that, the Booming Blade takes effect. Is that in my how I'm reading this correctly? Yeah, it's so the Booming Blade like kind of sheaths them in energy and then when they do something after you've used booming blade on them that's when they take the oh damage that's from a it. seven that does oh. not hit dwight swings and the wolf like jumps back and he misses and he goes oh shit and then he fucking turns to run away dwight exit stage left. Oh, that's a that's a not that's a nat one too oh yeah was that yeah. a nat- Sure oh, is. yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, man. You're about to get attack of opportunity, <laughs> also. Like, you're laying down, you sit up and swing at this wolf, miss, because the angle will say, and then you, like, push yourself off the ground and try to sprint away, and it does get to attack real quick, attack of opportunity. Woo! A nine, so that's not going to hit. You got lucky there. Uh, Dwight <laughs> runs towards, uh, where, where's Gideon? And pertaining to, like, and wolves and surrounding the Gideon. <laughs> I would say you guys are all like in a triangle around this fire. Theron's sitting at his chessboard. Gideon's laying down off to one side, and you're on the opposite side of the Gideon, fire. Gideon's propped up, sitting up, trying to catch some shut eye in his armor. Okay, Gideon, yeah. wake the hell up! You goddamn. He's up. Uh, he's up now. That's where he was before all of this. Happened. Yeah, I assumed everybody yeah. woke up when Theron started yelling for help. I, I almost made them roll perception just to see, but I decided not to. Yeah, they all wake off. up. You're all within like 10 feet, like 15 feet of each other. So, okay. So you move toward Gideon then. I guess I'm just going to do this. I mean, uh, two more wolves come out of the woods. Oh, God. Darren's going <laughs> to die. He won't be the only one. Um, but... One of them rushes toward Dwight as he runs away, and ru- one of them rushes toward Gideon. So they're both going to attack you guys. Let's see what they get. A 7 against Dwight and an 18 against Gideon. That hits Gideon. That does not hit Dwight. Yeah, if anybody out of this group Just... wasn't going to get... Yeah, if anybody out of this group was going to get not hit by a high AC, it would have been Gideon. So I was kind of wondering. Uh, Gideon, you take 5 okay. damage. And then it is your turn. Gideon. So I've got a wolf in front of me, right? Where's Theron in, in relation to me? He's about, we'll say, 10 feet away. 
uh, at his chessboard with another he's wolf. He's playing chess with the wolf because he wants to play by himself. Yeah. And the wolf's like, hey, man, he's you winning, like you right? use no, a friend. Okay, I want to swing uh, Dawnbreaker two-handed at the wolf. Maybe this is okay, all a misunderstanding. Ahead. The wolf just wanted to play chess with Theron. Ah, it's a 12. We're all gonna die. This is gonna end so poorly. Haskell's the last one left of the party. They aren't here. <laughs> okay, I'll um, <laughs> I'll move towards Theron God. and provoke an attack of opportunity. Just not hit seven. They're not getting great rolls. Yeah, I assume. Uh, uh, okay, Theron. Uh, well, uh, ooh, uh, yeah. Never mind. Lay on hands is an action. All right. So you, but you moved to me, right? Yes. Okay. So he's within five feet of the wolf. In front of me. So if I hit it, I can sneak attack yes. it. I'm going to draw my rapier. I'm going to attack with it. It's a 12, which doesn't hit, does it? Nope. All right, then I'm going to use my cunning action to hide. Well, that didn't work. All right, I'm out of here. Yep, see you, see you dudes later. Yeah, roll the stealth it's roll. 27. 19 plus 8. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, you hide. Um... Pretty well. <laughs> I would hope so. I mean, they get a plus three to perception and get advantage on hearing and smell checks for perception, but I still don't think they could hit a 27. Um, yeah, they basically have to roll a nat 20. Yeah. Um, which technically, nat 20s don't actually count as a critical and ability. Yeah, that's true. Come on, you mutts, fight me! Yeah. So Theron's hiding... All right, so three wolves, respectively, two of them are going to attack Gideon, and one of them is going to attack Dwight. So I'm going to roll for, we'll roll Gideon's first and see what happens. That's a 14 and a 16. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And then Dwight, a five. Critical failure. Um, Yeah, it's fucked up. He bites down on himself, basically. Bites his own tongue as he tries to bite you. Um, Dwight, it is your turn. So, you've got five five wolves around oh, the camp God. right now. You're right near Gideon, but not quite up on him, because he moved away from you when you what and were Gideon. <laughs> but I thought we were like, going to fight back to back or something. We're out there and... He went to protect Theron and threat. We're out there and help that little coward. Well... So what do you want to do? How are the wolves lined up? Uh, there's two on you and three uh, What about on the one with the booming so, blade? Uh, you didn't hit, so you didn't apply booming blade. You said there's two on me? Yes, there's All two right. on you. I'm going to do the thing. And the thing I will tell you is this. I'll use green flame blade. And let me roll this attack magic. It's beautiful beautiful attack that's going to hit and it's going to hit so hard. Daddy! 22. <laughs> uh, 22. Is the hex one near me? You ran away from it, so... But it didn't, it didn't move towards you to attack, so yes, it All is right, near well, me. I'm strike it first. Do you hit it with your... That's sword? an 11 damage. And the okay. other wolf? Get it does 1d8. Plus 1d6 plus charisma modifier? No, the hex uh, is the d6 and my rapier is a d8. Yeah. Oh, that's because amazing. he hexed him to start. Yeah, the hex blade gets that added damage really quickly early on. 
And then the green flame blade is does the added damage because you use that spell with it. Um, it jumps to a different creature. Okay, so the first one you attack dies. You stab through it, and it goes to the ground. And then the one a few feet away from it, a green flame just leaps from the first one and over to that one, and it yelps a little bit, but otherwise... Take that, you little okay. shits. I knew you could take care of yourself. Thanks, <laughs> And then the hex, because I killed him, it jumps over to another. And I use a bonus action to do that, but I have not done a bonus action. So I will move the hex to the other one. Has Dwight been struck since he casted hex, or has he been missed every time since then? He's been missed since then. Good, good. Does getting hit uh, injure concentration? or You have to roll a constitution saving throw to see whether or not you lose concentration. Uh, Okay, I got you. Yeah. Are you for the hex? Is that because of the hex blade's curse, or is that no? That's a level. That's a spell. Level one. Okay. Yeah, literally hex as a bonus action, Uh, and if the target drops to zero hit points before this spell ends, which is up to an hour, uh, you know, unless concentration ends, you can use a bonus action on a subsequent turn of yours to curse a new creature. Okay, I wasn't sure because hex blades have the hex blades curse, which does its own different thing, but you're not using that. Okay. Okay. And that's why the hex. Okay. All right. All right. I was like, I know you get stuff from Hexblade's curse, but you're not using Hexblade's curse. All right. All right. Now we're going back to some wolvey stuff. So there's one attacking Dwight that's still alive. He's going to try to attack. Gets a yeah, 17. Hits. So how much how much damage does Dwight take? Di- uh, Dwight takes four damage because that's all they seem to do. That is their um, average. Yeah. All right, and then the next one, there's one more that's going to attack Gideon. Ooh, Nat, 20. Mm-hmm. I think that hits. I think that hits. Eight Kip. damage to Gideon. And now Gideon is Wow, eight turn. damage, so he's caught up. That's how much damage I've taken. Well, I did also take five on my first turn. But, oh, you uh, did. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I want to attack the one that critted me. 18. Okay. Just five damage, roll the two. Oh, I'm guess I'm gonna okay. bonus action smite, uh, just my standard smite, which does still consume a spell slot. So your divine smite, when you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can expend one spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target. Two d eight. God, and it did one and two, and did three more fucking damage for a total of eight. God, God damn it! A maximum of fucking sixteen, and I roll a three. Jeez, that is terrible. That's all you can do. In yeah, I don't have it. I don't have bonus actions to expend here. Okay. All right. Aaron, um, so both the wolves in front of Gideon are still alive, or all three of them are still alive. Yeah, there are three wolves around Gideon. They are all alive. He just struck one, and you saw a a uh, a, a flash of light also strike it. And it whimpers, but it's still standing. I'm, I'm going to attack the one that bit me. Do I have? Do I have advantage since I'm hidden? So that's yes, a you do. thirteen. Thirteen will and hit. And I'm going to roll it again just in case. And a twenty-two. A, no, that, that doesn't, doesn't hit. hit. So here is only. So only I do nine damage, and I'm also going to sneak attack it. So that's yep. seven more damage. 
Okay. Uh, it dies. All right. And then I'm going to cunning action hide. So that was with your crossbow? Uh, no, that was bow? my rapier. Oh, so you lunge into the light of the fire, stab with your rapier, and then lunge back mm-hmm. out basically into the dark. My roll is still check for that. 14. Yep. Okay. So you kill the one that it bit you earlier, which helps Gideon out because it was going to attack him on its nice. turn. Gideon thanks you. So there are only three wolves only three. left. And only three. And one is going to attack Gideon. Rules an 11. That's not going to hit. Go back around. Dwight, it is your turn. You've got one wolf that you damaged with the green flame flame blade, and you've got two other wolves. So I want to move the hex over to. Is there any other in the immediate area of it? Um, the other two are about ten feet away at Gideon's side. I tell you this. I tell you this. I'm going. May hell, I might as well boom and blade it. So twenty-five to hit there. Okay. So ten yep, damage. Yep, and died. All right, so bonus action. I'm going to move my hex over to one of the other ones. That has been unstrucken by Gideon. Okay, so the the one that looks the best has your hex, and then it is the weak one, the one that Gideon has hit. It's its turn, and that's going to be a a 7. So that doesn't hit you, Gideon. It is your turn, Gideon. These things have not rolled great. I mean, they got a few. Another 12. I miss again. That does not hit. Baron, it's your turn. I'm going to attack the one um, in front of Gideon. The one that he just attacked? Uh, The the one he just attacked. I don't know if I'm hidden from it, so I don't know if I have advantage or not. You are not. So I'm just going to do a regular attack. It's a 12. That doesn't hit. I'm going to cunning action hide. That's a 21. My turn's over. Yeah, that will hide you. Okay. Uh, the wolf that nobody has hit yet is going to attack Gideon because they're only around Gideon at this point. And rolls a 12. So it misses, and it is now Dwight's turn again. So you've got two wolves around Gideon, and that's. I'm going to move to attack the one I placed the hex on. 22. Now, green flame blading is my action as well. That's nine. On the damage to it, and the green flame doing the four damage to the one next to it. So you hit the one that you hexed, and then you do the green flame damage to the other. Correct. One, correct. So you hit the one, and it let's see nine damage. It yelps, and then green flame leaps from it and hits the other wolf, and that wolf goes down singed from green flame. And then it is Gideon's three. So is there only one remaining? There's only one uh, remaining. It's the one that he just hit. When yeah, he I'll sword. attack it with my two-handed with my Warhammer with Dawnbreaker. An <laughs> 11. All right. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Theron, right, your I'm turn. I'm going to attack the one wolf left. I assume I have advantage this time. You, so it's an 18 and a 22. You don't need okay. real damage. You literally can't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have my uh, sneak attack <laughs> and my rapier damage. Yeah, I mean, just your modifier is enough to kill it. Um, okay, and then that, and then the, the the camp goes silent as these five wolves are laid dead at your feet. 
blood pulling You're looking out, Theron. Vasha ill. I'm only kidding, Theron. I, Vasha it, it ill. It can happen to all of us. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, how injured? How injured is everyone? I'm fine. I'm taking eight damage. I'm fine. I mean, He's I mean, taking eight damage, magic. apparently. Gideon is going to lay on hands and spend ten of my total uh, fifteen. Lay on hands, uh, healing each of them five. I don't want it. Do you actively try to like push me away? I don't think. Yes, I don't need it. I'm fine. Get off. I'll give me. it. I'll give it to myself then. <laughs> he touches himself. I do. And come on, Theron. I mean, are you mad at yourself, Theron? It's okay. You don't have Dwight. to be mad at yourself. Everything's all right. I suspect he's. I, I suspect he's mad at you. I think we should break camp and keep moving. What I do? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right, Gideon. All right, so you guys want to break camp? Well, I mean, like, what? How long has this been since we like had initially started camp? We don't get a long rest. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> Uh, you don't get a long rest after this. The sun has started rising, so unless you guys wanted to try to sleep through the day after having a full night's rest, you kind of can't. Well, uh, that's one way to wake up. Gets your adrenaline going first thing in the morning. So you, you guys, you guys start heading south again. Do you do anything with the wolves? No. That you kill. Yeah, I, I'm tempted to take some pelts. I'll take the pelts. Dwight's, Dwight's been doing this. He gets any kind of coin he can. Well, I'll take the pelts. I'm going to roll survival okay. to see if Gideon was able to do that without destroying more than he obtained. It's a 14. Not exactly something that comes naturally to so Gideon. But, um, yeah, I rolled a 14. Gideon's probably taking some scalps, so he knows how to, he knows how to do a little skinning. <laughs> Okay, so you guys, let's say you guys spend like an hour or so skinning these wolves and taking the pelts, and then you head south, and you travel for a good five or six more hours, and then you start to, like, you've been heading south along the coastline, and then all of a sudden you start seeing where there's more coastline, but it's directly ahead of you. So this whole time it's been to your left as you head south, and now all of a sudden it's directly ahead of you. And as you come closer and closer to that side of the continent, basically, you spot a small fishing uh, village. Are you amazed by it, Theron? Like, are you amazed by the ocean? Because, like, yeah, you've never seen the ocean before, right? We came over the over oh. to this continent on a boat. <laughs> I've seen the ocean with you, you wreck. Plus, you don't know me. Don't make assumptions of what I have and haven't seen. I'm more interested to see if we'll um, see a dragon here than the ocean. Uh, you, God, you guys don't know a joke whenever you hear one. Golly. Apparently not. I know I won't see a dragon here. Theron, I, huh? I understand your position. You've made it perfectly no, clear. No, no, you don't. Because we're okay. a dragon. Okay, I understand that you don't want to fight a dragon at the very least. My only hope is that should worse come to worse, you will at least help these people get out of here. Why? They can get out themselves. They don't deserve to have their lives snuffed short by a fucking dragon. Then I, I will tell everyone I meet to leave. Well, let's see if there's actually a dragon here before we jump to that. Yeah, I'm kind of with Gideon. Have fun. I'm excited to see the dragon too, but at the same time, I I, I don't want to fight the thing. But, but 
I mean, we definitely help anyone we can out. Like, I, I will, I will pour a glass of wine out on both your graves if it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, I, I suppose I'm leading the procession of the party into the into the town. That's that up was, to you. That was my. I'm asking. not. I'm. I'm not stopping you. And Dwight says that there's like fair enough. I'm. I'll buy you around and whenever we get into town here. Like I got around on me. I'm sorry for Okay. Sorry for being, sorry for being, being an all around idiot. I kinda do that. So you you, you get into the Then Dwight village. tries to pickpocket the gold from Gideon's pocket. I'm just kidding. He doesn't really do that. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna end up dead at some point from his party. He's stealing from them. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you got me with that. <laughs> My perception's not great, but you can go ahead and give it a shot. It's this is a small village. There's maybe a few dozen buildings around. There's a, a couple fisheries and a dock. Um it's not like a major sh- it's not a shipping port or anything. It seems like most of the people here and the boats are set up for small-time fishing just a little distance offshore. Um, as you walk up, why don't you guys make perception rolls? It's a 17 for Gideon. That is a 7 for Dwight. I got a 22. Oh, Lit Naya. I miss Yahweh. Never thought I'd hear you say that. Neither did I, so Gideon. Neither did I. I can hear the air quotes when you say, sir. Good. (laughs) So... Dwight, you're just riding your horse along. Uh, you don't really notice much of anything. You just see like the people kind of wa- walking around, going about their business. Um, Gideon and Theron, you guys kind of see the same thing. Just people going about their day to day. A few small boats are off on like the ocean. And you can tell they're fishing. You do start to notice... As you walk into the town, scorch marks are randomly located. It seems like a few of the buildings have been hit by, like, almost on fire at one point. And you see a few people actually around rubbing some sort of clear liquid onto different parts of the the buildings they're working on. Like, they're painting it, but it's just a clear, like, a clear paint. Doesn't seem to be like so. They're rubbing clear liquid onto something. They're not obtaining clear liquid by rubbing. I just wanted to clarify. No, no, they are not. (laughs) Is there an individual anywhere in sight who looks like maybe they're you know have a little bit more authority than the average villager? There's somebody leading the repair efforts or something. There's like a half elf female who seems to be like actually very well built and is directing a few different people into like painting what looks to be like a general store. And she is uh, just working like kind of, she's not doing any of the work herself. She's literally just directing people on where like they need to put some of this um, primer on. Um, Gideon walks his horse, you know, up, up about five feet from her and dismounts and says, Ho, um, can't help but notice that the village has run into a a bit of trouble. Um, there was a, a bounty offered in town about potential dragon sightings. Oh, yes. Our 
Our town is plagued by a, a dragon that comes and lights things on so fire at night. you've seen the dragon, then? Well, I haven't personally, but a few members of the town said they spotted it at night, flying overhead and breathing flames. Uh, I'd like to speak with um, some of those who've actually seen the dragon, if you could direct me to them. She waves down, waves at a person that's across the street, just sitting on the oh, chair. Oh, where are my manners? I'm, I'm Gideon Morningstar, and I gesture to Dwight and Theron each behind me and say, these are my companions. We, um, we'd like to investigate this manner, or matter. She, she holds out a hand to shake yours and says, I'm Gladys. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm what passes for a mayor around here, though we don't really have any official titer, titles such as that. Mm, so but. important you are. Mayor Gladys, it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, we'd like to help you with this, uh, or I glance at Theron over my shoulder, I'd at the very least like to help you with this this problem if uh, you could give me a little more information. Yes, he would. Um, uh, is there a bar close by? Oh, we don't really have a bar. The uh, the general ah. store sells sells a homemade moonshine that we make, ah. but that's basically it. Most of our drinking goes on in our homes among our family. God, members. of all the places in Vindowin. Um, you said she was gesturing somebody to come closer. Yeah, I'm. I was getting to. Did that you say person. what race? Uh, this lady was. Half, she was, was a half elf. She, she was a half elf. So I'm using an app that I can generate an entire town at one time and it will like generate all the stores and all that stuff. And I was trying to I was going through all the different like NPCs it generates. Um so a skinny middle-aged man comes up to you and nods at Gladys and then goes, "Ah, how Why you, are you out at sea? Terrible. We're doing <laughs> we're doing terrible." <laughs> Oh, my name's Adi. I, I'm sorry you're doing terrible. That sounds, well, Look, as, as bad as we might be doing, it appears as though you all are doing worse. Can you tell us what you saw the other night? Well, that's very debatable, Gideon. I'm doing quite fine. He's I, doing I run the, fine. I run the general store here. He's a business so owner. So I'm making pretty good sales. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, gods, they're all so important. One man's tragedy is another man's opportunity, I suppose. Exactly. Uh, what, 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 what can I do for you? What did you say? Uh, Gladys told us that some of you had seen this dragon that's attacking at night. Um, I was hoping to hear more about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, I saw it the other night when I was uh, heading what home to the like? shop. Well, it had wings and a fiery mouth that blew fire straight at me. I had to run for my life. Almost Can I roll make inside? It. Yeah. Yeah, sure. 18. Uh, he's, he believes he's 13 telling the for Gideon. Uh, yeah, you think he's did, telling did the truth. Did this guy say his name? Sorry. Is it, yeah, his name did. is Audie. Um, Audie, um, were you drunk when you saw this? Well, no, I just closed down my shop. I wasn't, I don't, I don't drink while I'm on duty. It's the, the general, general store. store. So, uh, yeah, I, I own So you say store. you just were leaving your store 
and you saw a dragon that wanted to kill you, but it somehow was unable to kill you. Well, I mean, I'm pretty quick when I need to be, and I, I just kind of ran as fast as I could, and the flames hit behind me, but didn't quite hit me. And I got flames hit. Well, I mean, look right over there, and he like points to like the middle of the road where there's like a, a patch of grass that is just not there so anymore. The Can I go up and inspect it and see, like, I don't know, if it's like dragon fire? It's incredible that you're slow within a, they're faster than a dragon. I'm, I'm so impressed. Oh, I mean, I, get, I got inside. Yeah. It flew over me, and when it was turning around to come back to get me, a real investigation point, dragons are terrified of homes. We've been uh, painting all these homes with a fire-resistant oh. primer that I have. Mm -hmm. That'll make. keep them out. Uh-huh. an 11. Was anybody else around, Audi, to see this dragon... Uh, well, not that night, but oh. there's been other sightings. People say kind of the same thing. Um, mm. Dwight, you it it looks like scorch marks. I mean, you can't really tell one way or the other if it's dragon fire, normal fire, whatever like fire. Been like, like they're burnt, or is it just the just the field? Uh, just the field. A few of these houses have burn marks, but nothing like bad enough to have bur like burnt down a home. Um, Adi. Adi looks at you and goes, uh, <laughs> I mean, a few kids have seen it when they've been out past their bedtime. A few other people, but nobody ever like gets a clear shot of it. Cause as mm -hmm. soon as we start seeing that fire, you know, you better mm -hmm. run. Nobody's been like a few people gotten a little bit singed. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my friends got his eyebrows burned off about a month ago. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Thank you for your just time. His eyebrows. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Has the dragon killed him? And all he lost was his eyebrows. Or uh, the 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 dragon hasn't killed anybody. He's just. I mean, he did light like our one of our stables on uh, fire and burned. What? A bunch of like buildings. There, nothing. Well, what bad. a rack dragon this is! He can't even kill these villages in the town. There, Theron can. Um, Maybe we don't have anything to worry about. Theron Dwight, can I, I speak with you for a moment? Uh, thank you cool. for your time. Thank you for your time, Audie. Oh, nope, See, uh, no uh, problem. And he walked away. So I don't buy any any moment of this. How how about you two? Yeah, no, there's no dragon. We should leave. Oh, oh, I mean, a there, dragon I, terrorizing I, the town I, and killing no one, please. And and Audi seems to be the one of the only men who has seen it quite unreliably and is profiting off of it. I mean, this. I don't well, know. I did. Gideon Gideon I, looks around. I do think he. Let he, me make my pun. Gideon looks around and says, "I don't know. It seems fishy to me." God, that was so worth it. Uh, yeah, I'm so um, glad you interrupted me to, to make the most. Who interrupted pun who? I was trying to make a pun, and you interrupted me. Okay, sorry. Let the record show. Oh, God. Let the record show. Okay. <sighs> okay. Well, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I'd like do, to go. Do, I'd like do, to go speak to. I, I'd like to speak with Gladys some more. Okay. Have fun. All right, Saren, what do you think? What do I think? I think this whole thing is rack. I I would really just we need to leave. I, there's not a dragon. Saren, there. Where do you want to go? You want to leave everywhere we go. Where do you want to go? 
I don't want to go to a place where everyone is racist and I'm treated like a second-class citizen. And I don't want to go to a place where you have two occupations, which is fishing and pretending you saw a dragon. Like, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere that there, doesn't hit those three any... qualifications, I'm there, fine we to don't go. Know dragon or not maybe dragons show intelligence and maybe they don't or allegedly show intelligence and maybe they don't you, they chose not to kill these people maybe it has another purpose instead of killing innocent people who knows maybe it actually has a code of moral compass unlike us so what okay so so let's say you're right and that there is a dragon that is actually terrorizing this town not killing anyone mind you and he's just having fun blowing fire around and letting them escape what are we going to do about that? Are we going to go kill that that said dragon? I'm not. Well, I mean, Gideon wants to see a dragon, and I kind of want to see if it's a dragon, too. Vosh Gideon! I don't care what he wants to see. Well, you can do whatever you want to do, Theron, but I'm going to help Gideon see out, you know, what Gideon come here to do. So, you know, do whatever you want to do. I walked away from this conversation. I'm not privy to any of it. Yeah, you moved over to Gladys. Real quick, though, I do want to say that um, Brett has created all of his own profanity. Mm-hmm. I got a big list. For Theron and the Elvish language. So everything he swears is a made up word that he came up with. Um, so if you want to know the meaning of that, <laughs> you can talk to him. I, ha- I have a few Elven words that aren't curses also. Although I have more curses than anything else. That's really all he says in English. It's just a lot of curse words. I think Um, from context clues, you figured most of them out. Maybe like a term of endearment, he might have one of those in there. Maybe. actually. So, Gideon, you walked back over to Gladys, who is still directing people. They moved on to, like, the next building, and they're painting it with this supposedly flame-retardant primer. Supposedly. Gladys... What what do you think of of Adi? I I don't slip into Adi accent. Um, well he, I mean he's our general store owner. He's been here for quite a while. I, I, he's an idiot, but overall not harmful. I, I can't help but notice, and obviously I'm I'm new around here, but I can't help but notice that one person in particular seems to be profiting off of this dragon. And, well, it's him. He's one of the only ones who's seen it. He's the one profiting off of the selling of this flame-resistant primer. Um, as a matter of fact, oh. and uh, I, Gideon's trying to get the, uh, the attention of um, one of the people with some of the primer. He'd like to test if it is, in fact, flame retardant. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. 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 Can uh can we come over and and watch this happen, or is this happening while Dwight and uh, Theron are arguing? You guys finish up your conversation, and you see Gideon like getting some of this primer. What do you do? Do you set it like? Do you paint uh, something real quick and then try to get so it's it's in like a, a bucket of some sort? Yeah, I, they have five gallon buckets that they. I think around. he just. Gideon just pours a a fairly small pool, you know, kind of by his feet, and takes the uh, the flint from his you know camp pack, camping pack and tries to throw some sparks at it to try to 
test whether or not it's actually a flame retardant. Um, can I can I say while this is happening, Theron pulls some rum out of his cloak that he stole from Haskell because they aren't here to say I didn't, and he's going to take a swig and offer it to Dwight as like a kind of peace offering since they've been at odds for the last two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys don't you guys don't travel well. Can, we, we really don't. Can I can I perceive the rum? I if Gideon knows it's okay, if Gideon knows it's there, he wants to take a swig too. Darren's not trying to hide it. We'll say it's a DC Nineteen. Yeah, you you see Theron offer the rum to Dwight and Dwight takes Gideon a swig. doesn't look up from his work, but he just gestures like he's next, like by beckoning his hand over his shoulder. Naya. Dwight, do you bring the rum to him? Do what? Like, I'm sorry, what? Gideon wants some rum. Do you take the rum to Gideon? Yeah, Gideon wants some rum from you. Uh, I look at Theron and it's like, and it's like, yeah, it's like, of course. Yeah, I nod to you. Like, yeah, give it to him. Yeah, okay. Okay, so you put some sparks on this liquid and it does not light <laughs> on fire. Well, hey, it does what he says. Hey, uh, Hog, pass it back. Theron waves for the, the rum. You put a few sparks on the rum and it goes ah, up crazy. No! <laughs> They're going to be so upset about that. <laughs> what a waste. Gideon throws his new Molotov cocktail at the general store. Oh, oh, <laughs> no. I was too loud, Carson. I made your dog upset. She gets upset by nothing, so... Oh, well, maybe it wasn't me then. Maybe not, but it probably was. Okay, so what do you what do you guys want to do now? Well, this behaves at least somewhat as advertised. I mean, that's, uh, how do you set a dragon trap? I mean, I'd, I'd like to sleep in shifts tonight and see if we see anything suspicious as well. Does this seem to happen? Uh, Gideon is addressing Gladys again. Does this seem to happen on a regular basis? Is there a pattern from when it's come to it. How long has this been happening? Uh, it's It's been happening for uh, oh, a month or two now. How, how often do you uh, see it? Well, we've been kind of staying inside more and more as the sun goes down, so we don't see it as often, but almost every morning there's flame marks around. So you're seeing <sighs> a dragon every morning? And it's no, only caused this not. much damage. There, and this is my point. I agree with you. Yes. Gladys, I cannot believe that you're seeing a dragon. They're capable of so much more destruction than this. Or so I'm told. I We we, we kind of believe that they, they're just trying to scare us off and don't actually mean us mm-hmm. any harm. Otherwise, yeah, obviously they would have eaten Adi the other mm-hmm. night when he uh, saw it. Of course, it. Adi. He's him by the end of his teeth as always. Gladys, thank you. Thank you for your time. Um, guys, I, I, I'd like to speak with you over here for a moment. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have to come up with a team name so you guys can call it, you know, uh, you know like a like dragon a huddle, huddle of some sort. Temporary like trace horny boys. I need to speak with you over here for a moment. No, that can't be what it is, though. It has to be like anything else. <laughs> It cannot be anything close to the Trace Horny Boys. No, that's... that's that. We can't be a D&D podcast that then use the same exact name as a 
very famous. Uh, let's, let's, right. Just, yeah. just wait. Let's, let's, he's been lying to you the whole time. His real name is Taco. What what is horn what is, what is horny yeah. and boys in French? We can just be Oh my god, is, Let, right? let's, let's decide this later. And also, oh. no, we're not doing that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Theron, um, mm-hmm. I know you're not on board for any of this, but I want to stay. Correct, here. sir. I want to stay here tonight and see what we what we can see. I do okay. not want you to stand watch for the dragon. I want you to keep an eye on Audi and see what, oh. what he does tonight. To and hmm. if you and if you want to pilfer his general store, well, if you want to pilfer his genitals, I don't much trust. I don't much trust. Definitely not too. Frankly, I. I'd like to know what his what the moonshine tastes like anyway. Gideon, you drive a hard bargain, but I accept. Dwight, this means I'm counting on you. I'd like to take shifts, watch keep an eye for this out for this dragon if it does in fact come tonight or tomorrow morning. All right, Gideon. What a, what uh you say you're you gonna take first shift? What time is it? Yeah, I mean it's still probably mid morning to afternoon. Uh it's about two or well, three I guess until then. I'd like I, I'd like to get some shut eye early so we can be as awake for this as possible. That that was going to be my question. Does that mean I could take my four hours now ish, like in the next two or three hours, and be good all night? You guys have been up for seven or eight hours at this point because you woke up a little bit before sunrise. You skinned some wolves and then you traveled about six hours here. And now you've been talking to people for about a half can, hour. Can those say. wolf so, okay. just translate to coin? If you sell them, oh, you, you could definitely go into yeah. You could definitely <laughs> go into the general store and try to sell well, them. Well, I want yeah. to right now. Theron is going to go into the general store and just stand in a random place in it and get four hours of meditation. Huh. Or sit down if I have well, to do you're that. You're going to stand. Do I have to sit down to do it? I don't know. Is there um, some someone in town? I know he's done it in? walking, uh, but I'm okay with being zoned out in the general store, getting my long rest. All right. So well, if right. he freaks people out, he doesn't care. He's ready to leave. So there's no in here. Um, there's, there's no one the in general here? store. There's no. Oh, inn. I thought there's no one in there's here. No... I was about to say, Dwight starts stealing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he takes everything he you walking he just picks up everything shoves his bag pointless holding, things knickknacks things are of no importance no value so you guys walk into the general store and Audie is in there with his three children yeah you better um, come up with three other German car Audie, brands Audie, and I'll be upset with Audie you and Toddy well, well, his, his name is Audie Pritchett. It's O D D E. His children are Francine, Kiana, and Dicky. I'm never gonna remember. Um, those. Hey, how you doing there, little dude? How you doing, little Dicky? Girls and a guy. Just <laughs> roll, Theron. And, and Gideon. I didn't mean and, to roll. Uh, how do I do that? What are you selling? You want to try to? What do you buy? God, I no, I I don't care to sell the, um, the wolf pelts. I mean, I'd like to do that, but the the core of what I'd like to do right now is, even if it needs to be just outside of town, is I want to make camp and try to get long rest worth of rest before the night comes, so that I can be up and alert. For sure. Well, yeah. I want to sell the pelts and have yeah. the interaction yeah. with these uh, this family of the Audi the Audi family. I gave Dwight my pelts. He's got all. He's got all mine. Okay. 
Okay, so Gideon go- tells you guys he's going right, out of yeah, town. I'll, I'll give you your share whenever I get back to camp. I'm sure you will. And sets up. You can trust camp. that for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, he, sets, <laughs> he sets up camp like a few yards out of town. Um, Theron, you're going to stand in the general uh-huh. store or sit and try to. Well, met- can I? Can I stand okay. and do it? If I can stand and do it, I'm going to stand and do it. I want to go to the... Are you um, trying to hide? Like, out of eye? No, no, I'm not trying to hide. Like, if they sell moonshine there, I want to go to the moonshine, moonshine section and kind of stand one arm crossed and the other arm, like, hand on chin, looking at the moonshine, like, trying to decide what moonshine I want to get for four hours. Do they do a moonshine tour, like, in Gatlinburg? <laughs> I don't have time for that though. Um, I have to. I have to be immobile for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice though. Gideon and Dwight are going to sleep for eight hours until about ten or eleven o'clock. So yeah, <laughs> you have some time. You don't speak for Dwight. That's true. That is true. He's not. Gideon wrong. goes to camp and sleeps. Dwight, let's do you first. Um, you go up to Adi and try to offer him these wolf yeah, pick pelts. up the wolf pelts, throw them on the table, and say, so, uh... I'm looking, is there a board up anywhere that says, like, running costs for pelts of, like, all, of all sorts, or, like, a inventory, or, like, price, like, board? Uh, there is no price board. He kind of, he starts looking through them, and he goes, oh, these are in pretty decent shape. Uh, oh, wait, oh, fuck, what's my These are in now? pretty decent shape. Yeah, these are in pretty decent shape. Uh, they don't look bad. I'll, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you three gold pieces. Well, I please. mean, yeah, all right, all right, fair enough. I don't know, man. These things, man, you'd be surprised. These things, they also make a hell of an alarm clock too. So you, uh, I would almost charge you more. I don't know what a clock is, but okay, a chronometer. So, uh. See, so how's how's business doing these days? I imagine everything was all these homes being, you know, being burned. And I imagine you're making a pretty good killing and, you know, bringing in some doing the renovations or and repairs for everything. Well, ever since we got the, the primer that, you know, is flame retardant, it's it's really helped out. That's definitely increased our sales. Yeah, it stops the flames right away. I mean, it's subst- if it's not hot enough, it'll burn. You want you want to buy some? I've got plenty. We've been bringing it in like crazy. You, you know what? You never know when it comes in. Hmm. Yeah, why not? You never know. This thing might come in handy. How much are you charging for this stuff? Uh, well, for the townsfolk, we're doing like a, a 50% off deal just because obviously everybody needs it so badly. Uh, I... I well, well since I just told uh, you that. I guess I'll say, well, uh, I'll cats out of the bag here. Yeah, I guess I gotta give you the same deal then. Um, this is me looking up prices of stuff. Our economy um, is way out of whack. You've been throwing outright gold at us. I mean, silver. There's no need to keep true. up with silver. And I mean, I think we just we just have a lot of gold though. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, it's a booming a time gold. for the economy um, of the world right now. I've been selling a, a five-gallon bucket of it for one gold piece. So, I mean, I'll I'll offer you the same. You want a five-gallon bucket uh, of it? You know what? Yeah, why not? 
All right. I was yeah. trying not to color your your decision I'll making just... there any Blake, but I think that's a good decision, buddy. So he's looking at his, uh, so uh, he's looking at all the kids. Do any of them like look any any type of way? <laughs> <laughs> Do they look what? suspicious? I think is what is kind of what, what he no, was. No, just like any type of way. Period. No, any like, type of way. Umbrella. Then, then anything, you have recognize uh, anything at all whatsoever. Then yes, they all look a spe- a kind they of. They do. Way. <laughs> they all have a unique personality. They all look. They all look completely different kind of way. <laughs> they have different um, faces. Francine, the different oldest personalities, different clothes. It's weird. The the oldest Francine is standing near her father. Uh, she's writing some things in a ledger. And kind of doesn't really. What's right down you. there? You know, uh, the next oldest. There? Uh, just keeping all the inventory for my daddy oh, here. Yeah. You're definitely uh, his daughter. Then the other one is off to one side, just playing with I don't know himself. <laughs> He's just in the corner, uh, just like back turned. Pl- everyone in the corner just. <laughs> <laughs> She's over playing with some uh, like. She's got this weird device where she pulls a string and like a top spins away from it and then like runs into like random she's trying to break Theron's concentration. Um, yeah, as he's I, was to, I, was to, I got it. I got it. I'm hey, not touching hey, you. And then, hey, you, no. what's, your, what's your name? That's a that's Dickie, the guy, the boy who is over uh inventory moonshine that Theron is standing. Who's a little girl playing um, with the top? Hey, Kiana. Hey, uh, I got a. Yeah. You don't know her well, name. I thought, I thought he said all her names. Her name. I he, all <laughs> no, that was oh. that was just me naming them. <laughs> anyways, like, hey, uh, you want you want someone to play with? I know a guy over there. Go right over there in the moon where your daddy keeps the moonshine over there, and you got a friend over there you can play with. Oh, He'll play top with so much. Me. I think my brother. I think my brother Dickie is playing with him. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> get caught by uh, Mark. Well, I was, yeah, <laughs> definitely seems like he's got his. You got your hands full there already. So, um, so yeah, when it, like, uh, can so you guys hear Brett cackling back? through the wall? He's got his mic muted, but I can hear him cackling through the wall. So, uh, so what? How have things been? Like, how were things before the dragon attack started? Like. You know how how was everything going in the village before then? Uh, who are you I'm talking, talking to, to right now? Kiana, Adi. Okay, I thought you were talking to a I, little girl. No, like, I'm not like locking on to a target girl. and then just have to like move back and forth. Like it's a fluid situation here. Yeah, yeah. He's standing about ten not, feet. He's standing about five like or ten feet away from everybody, just talking to, to everybody people when he talks. <laughs> Just, they're all know. in the relatively he, same I, area. He can speak to each of them in turn. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, town's the town that it, it's been the town. I mean, it's I've been here almost my whole life, and it's just been the way it is. I don't know what you what you want. And the the dragon's thrown off some things, yeah, but it's it it's still basically just we go, we fish, we sell stuff. We live every once in a while. We take a trip to Yarway. Uh, Here's location. some table talk just to like speed this part along. Yeah, he 
this I rolled an 18 on my inside, and this dude really thought he saw a dragon. Oh, okay. Like, I feel well, like it's I'll, a dead okay. end yeah, yeah, yeah. for us okay. to well, spend the next to get a 30 feel minutes. For like I wasn't even, like, going at him. I was just seeing, like, if there was any event or anything going on in town, like, before, like, like that could have led up to, like, you know, any big town event that happened, and then that could have been, like, pri- privy to... It's okay. entirely game breaking for me to say this, but if anything, we need to be looking at who is supplying him with this flame retardant primer rather than he himself. He, I, I do, I do believe he himself is actually trying to do the right thing. I'm gonna break the game then. I'm gonna look at the bucket and see if there's a brand name on it. Ace Hardware. That's weird. There's no. Yeah, we win. The so, Ace uh, place. So yeah, where are you getting this stuff from? These people must be making a killing. Oh uh, well, I I just pick it up off from our, our our potion maker in town. She's the one who does all the hard work. I just uh, I I package it up. I imagine and sell she's it. a busy lady these days. Pretty busy. I mean, she always does. Uh, she always. I mean, she's always active because you know she helps make like help people with any wounds they get from uh, the fishing injuries. Uh, all that type of stuff. Everybody, you know, takes fish oil to keep us healthy. And yeah, so, uh, is she is she cool? He like leans forward. Well, she's not a cop. <laughs> well, that's half the battle, bud. <laughs> uh, she's uh, not a cop. I say, no. Ever notice anything strange about her? Or that's just about it. You just notice she's potion maker and not a cop. Yeah. Uh- I mean, she's a nice lady. I, I don't know what else you All want right. from I me. I mean, that's... Well, uh, actually, let me... Uh, you got any booze in here? Oh, yeah, you got the moonshine. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. moonshine Other over there. moonshine. I don't like moonshine. That's not really my bag. Well, that's really all I make mm-hmm. here. Really um, pigeonholing yourself there, bud. Well, I mean, it's just... It's what I'm good at. I mean, Lassie over at the potion shop, she sometimes makes wine, but I don't... Hey, you know what? Me. I'll uh, I, hell, I'll take a, I'll take some of your, some of your pineapple moonshine, and I'll be, I'll, I'll get out of your hair here. All right. Uh, hey, Dicky, Dicky, stop poking the elf in his belly button. Uh, oh, he doesn't mind. She can keep doing it. Dicky's over there with a stick, just poking he the kids. All right, I think I think we've got a half decent lead and a decent framing for what's going on here. Um, yeah. No, it's this. Yeah, it's eleven o'clock. I'm I'm good with calling it now. Um, you guys are gonna set up. You guys set up camp and get your rest. Uh, Theron, if you stay in the general store, Dicky's not gonna leave you alone, and you're all not gonna get a rest. For real? Uh, would I know I'm not gonna get a rest? <laughs> I think Theron would know once this. Uh, uh, what this, you like, try for like an hour and a half? Yeah, realize you've like... done. You've accomplished nothing. <laughs> you're then I mean no. He's like are he's you like in your ear breathing in your ear going, Hey, what Theron are you doing? One of the hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you standing there? Why are you standing there? He's what one are you of the most doing? impatient people there? in the world. <laughs> so if he knows he's not getting a long rest here after I mean ten minutes max, he's going to just <laughs> leave and find a quiet area where he can get okay. his rest. I mean you could you could find the camp where Gideon is. Yeah, that's sleeping. perfect. He'll go. He'll go sit there for four hours. All right. So yeah, that's where we'll wrap it up. You guys are in camp. The sun is starting to set. You wake up and start to do your shifts. You all got your rest, so you can heal and everything. And 
we can start the next session there. And if Jackie's feeling better, well, they can just have a yep, ride they can in just town show like, up. right before this happens. Perfect. Yep. They, they can show up right in the middle. I was of the worried we'd end up getting nothing done without Jackie here, but we ended up doing at least a little bit of something there. But it turns out we did get nothing done. Yep. It'll get a little bit of something done. <laughs> a little bit of something. All right, guys. I'll talk to you we'll later. Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons is brought to you by a bunch of friends who decided to record their sessions just for the heck of it. Check out our Facebook and Tumblr at Adventuring Dimwits. To check out more of the world and our text-based adventures, join our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. Music provided by Parker Hyde, and I'm Orion, the DM. Catch you later!